listening to Zap Night, a video game review podcast. Join your hosts Danny, Kaylee, Seth, and Evan as we review video games from all systems and all genres. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Zap Night. Today we're talking about Halo 2, but before we get into that, we want to shout out a couple other channels um, who Zap Night has been associating with for a little bit now. We have a Precisely Podcast. Rated G for gamers. Shart Select. Pixie Podcast. Uh, GOGP, otherwise known as Ghost of Gamer Past. Region Free Gamers. Lit Gaming Arena. In Your Element Podcast. The Critical Mass Podcast. New Dad Gaming. Pixel Paradise Podcast. And that's all a part of the Gaming Podcast Alliance with us. Including you know, us. Zap Night Gaming. Gaming. Can't forget about that. All 13. Yep. So definitely go check everyone out. So, uh... <laughs> We were supposed to do Kingdom yeah, we Hearts. We originally 3. announced it. Yeah, we we that's what we talked about last time was that we we're going to do Kingdom Hearts three. We were so excited for that, and uh, lo and behold, we could not have beaten it within this month. It was we were getting towards our our date, and we we're like, okay, we we're not going to beat it. Not only did we decide to do it in the shortest month of the year, oh, yeah. <laughs> pick the longest game I've ever played. Right? Yeah, I mean, I'm like what? I'm like fifteen hours in or something like that, and ugh, I was talking to my cousin Trey, who's beaten it, and yeah, he's. He's like, yeah, it's going to be a while. Should have had Trey do the podcast. Should we have Trey? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. One day. So we decided to you know, do a new game. And Halo 2, uh, it's our first sequel game that we've done. We obviously did Halo as our first one um, some months ago. I think it was November. Yeah, I believe so. So we're finally doing the sequel, Halo 2. My personal favorite game in the entire series. Um, so I'm actually really excited about doing this one. It was actually really fun to replay this because I haven't played it through in a while. I've played like multiplayer on the Master Chief Collection on the Xbox One, but actually going back to the original Xbox to play it was it was actually really refreshing. It was a lot. It was really nostalgic too because I used to, you know, I would come home from school and then I'll just come home and play it on the original my dad's original Xbox, and then obviously I held on to it and I've been playing it still. Yeah, I have some history with this game as well. You know, coming up on almost ten years of playing Halo. Was this now? You said no. This wasn't your first Halo, right? No, Combat Evolved Anniversary was, but this was my second game. Right. So I did go kind of in order. You did. You can, You did got it. You still did get it. So a little bit about uh, Halo Two. It was developed by Bungie. Uh, it was released originally only on the original Xbox. Of course, remasters come out later, and it came out in two thousand and four. Seth, tell us about the story, my dude. The story is a lot more complex than the first game because <laughs> yeah, you got more than one point of view this time. Indeed. You're either playing as, you know, Master Chief Savior of Humanity or the Arbiter, an alien for the Covenant, right? Just like Chocobro. Chocobro is part of the Covenant? Yeah, dude. He's holding the energy sword. That's scary. Yeah, that's not good. He's mad. <laughs> <laughs> We're not holding him this time. So... When we left off in Halo 1, right, we just blew up the Halo. We're flying around in space. Well, Chief goes back to Earth, right? But he doesn't go, like, right to Earth. He stops at, like, the space station. It's called Cairo Station. Right. Him, Sergeant Johnson, and Cortana are, like, the only three people that survived the Halo event. And they're all getting rewards, right? But that's when the Covenant decide to show up at Earth and attack humanity at the source. And, you know, Chief, being the good boy that he is, decides to take matters into mostly his own hands. Basically, you know? yeah, pretty I mean, much he own. pretty much fights all these wars. Right, I mean, he is he he is the UNSC. Like, let, let's think about that for a minute. I mean, he is the UNSC. Yeah. But this Legion of Covenant that's attacking Earth, 
is led by the prophet of regret. And the prophets are just like these weird old man looking aliens that lead the covenant. They kind of look like the Pope, honestly. <laughs> They're disgusting. <laughs> they have the floating chairs like the Pope, too, you know? Right, man. <laughs> Bungie was trying to draw some connections. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and they were in Africa, man. Oh, no. We can't sing that. That's copyright. Yeah. Well, the prophet of regret, you know, started regretting his decision to come to Earth when Chief started fighting back. Pretty much panicked and entered slip space, which is... It's kind of like warp drive in Star Wars, but a lot more destructive. Imagine Kirby's warp star. Only it pretty much decimates decimate that word that I'm trying to say. It does that to a city, and it doesn't feel good. Yeah, and Prophet of Regret, you know, flies the ship right in the city, which destroys most of the city, which is where ODST takes place, but we're not talking about that. Um, but she follows, right, in his ship, and they end up on the other side of the universe at another Halo. Oh, boy. Delta Halo, right? Yeah, yeah. I just called it Installation Five. Insta- yeah, it's the fifth installation. Was the Halo from the first game? Was that four? Yeah. Okay, I thought so. Yeah, I thought so. Meanwhile, <laughs> the interior of the Covenant is like moving around, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the other two prophets, Truth and Mercy, are kind of putting this one elite guy on trial. I think his name's like Valvadam or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what his name it's is. Alien. I I can't speak Alien. Yeah, it's a little hard. Yeah. Is that a stone? They're oh my God. <laughs> they're blaming him, right, for the destruction of Halo. And instead of killing him, they decide to give him the rank of Arbiter and send him on suicide missions against other aliens who have defected from the Covenant opposing their religion. Heretics. Yeah. Which, you know, good old Arbiter ends up being one. Right, you know. But according to what was his name? The the big brute? Tartarus. Tartarus, yeah. Yeah. So with Chief pursuing the Prophet of Regret on the Halo, right? He eventually gets to him and beats him right off his chair. Literally. Yeah, like. literally. <laughs> but with one of the prophets down, the other two, you know, make a power move and they're like oh this is all the elites fault and they start kicking the elites out of the covenant and having the brutes take their place and the brutes are like these ape-like creatures that previously were unheard of until halo 2 and that's what tartarus is he's a brute so the arbiter (laughs) and the elites (laughs) you know they ally with the humans and try to stop the covenant as well but, you know, as with most Bungie Halo games, the Flood shows up, right? Mm-hmm. Chief and the Arbiter end up in this catacomb with this thing called the Grave Mind. It's like this giant... It looks like a piranha plant, honestly. It kind of, yeah. It's... What is it? It's, 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 it's like a... It's... See, the Flood feed on sentient life. Mm-hmm. Anything that can think. Right. But... In doing so, they accumulate more knowledge themselves. So the grave mind basically harbors all the knowledge that they've stolen. Right. Hmm. Like, yeah. what is he like as a creature? He's like a weird, like, tentacle monster thing. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's, it's a bad Friday night. Yeah, it's not. 
But I'll ruin your day. <laughs> he basically wants Arbiter and Chief to do his bidding because he d- obviously does not want to be starved, which is what the Halo does. It wipes out all intelligent life, which is what the Flood feeds on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tartarus, seeing that the Flood was outbreaking, decides to take matters into his own hands and gets the Index to activate the Halo. So Arbiter goes to stop him, while Chief goes to stop the other two prophets in High Charity. High Charity is like this planet-sized covenant city that mm-hmm. was orbiting the Halo. He goes to stop him there, finds that the Prophet of Mercy has been taken by the Flood, and Truth is like getting preparations ready to go to Earth and finish what he started. Indeed. And, you know, Chief gets on that ship. But not without leaving Cortana behind. Well, she asked to stay behind. So that way she can, uh... Or did, or did he just, like... I think she did ask to stay Yeah. Because she had to keep the the bridge open for him to get on the ship. And then Gravemind found her. Yeah, that was... That may have caused some events in later Halos. But yeah, meanwhile, you know, Arbor is trying to stop Tartarus, and that's the last mission in the game. It was actually a boss fight, which I don't think they've done very many other boss fights in the Halo series. I mean, uh, there was kind of the Oracle in yeah, Halo 3. Yeah, if you, if you count the, the monitor, then yeah, he's not really hard. Warden in Halo 5, mm-hmm. but he was multiple times, though. The Didact in Halo 4, that wasn't really like a battle. That was kind of a cutscene, It was just really. kind of a quick time event. Yeah. You know, you gotta... But yeah, it was really cool. He had a gravity hammer that <laughs> shot bullets for some reason. Yeah. And that later gave us the gravity hammer that we could use in later games. Yeah. Actually, how many? It was only in. It was in three. Was it? It wasn't in any much others, wasn't it? It was in ODST, Reach, four, and five. Oh, it wasn't okay. All right. Even though there were no brutes in four or five. The gravity hammer being a very brute weapon. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Pretty much the only melee weapon that can counter an energy sword. Yeah. But with, you know, Tardis actually got the Halo to activate. Mm-hmm. They just managed to stop it in time. Right. And then the Oracle comes in teasing Halo 3. He's like, oh, yeah, well, the Ark can fire them all at once, so that's where they're going right now. Yeah. Like, oh. And it was left on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Which disappointed a lot of people. There was a lot of people who didn't like the fact that it left on a cliffhanger. I wouldn't have been mad because that just means another Halo. It's game. all a part of the storytelling, right. you know, like... Yeah. Yeah, show them something. You gotta appreciate the evolution of things. And so, I don't know why anyone wouldn't want to be happy with a new game. It's like, I don't want to spend another $60. I, it's, it's Halo, you know? Halo 3. Yeah. So, the story I actually I actually did like. Um, I At first, I like when I first started playing this game, I wasn't too fond of the, the Arbiter missions. Not really so much story-wise, um, just difficulty-wise. Um, as when I was younger, I found them to be much harder. Really, I found I found them to be much harder than the uh, than the Master Chief sections. Um, as I got older, they were both kind of just like you know easy because I kept. You had some covenant on your side with the Arbiter missions. I thought it was easier. Well, I was younger, and when I first played this game, I was like five or six. Yeah. So I I didn't really stop playing Halo Two until um, ODST had come out. Mm. So then I kind of made the switch over to the halo 3 side of things um but yeah and just when i was younger i just felt that it was harder also i didn't really care for the alien weapons back then 
Um, except unless it was online. Um, but, but who can deny the energy sword? <laughs> well, if you have that thing, if you have, if you have in the in the story mode, I love it because it's yes, it does run out, but I mean you're always, you can swing forever. It's swing, amazing. Yeah. Um, in the multiplayer though, if you are using it, you. <laughs> Uh, people, people in your lobby may have a few choice words for you if you're just if you're just because uh, it has such a you know great distance on the lunge. So it has just, to. So you just sit in the corner waiting for people to come by and you just, and then you know you just hear ah, on the mic. <laughs> that was my favorite part to get a rise of someone. Um, but I actually like this story. Yeah, I gave it an eight out of ten. I also gave an eight out of ten because uh, it was very much more story driven than combat evolved mm-hmm. i could tell they put a lot more there's a, i think there's like five more missions in halo one yeah um three 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 or four yeah but yeah it was it took you on a journey the great journey. and it <laughs> <laughs> really got you hyped for halo three indeed finish it up which didn't come out for like another three years, but it did come out. So yeah. Um, now, do you think they should have? Now, I mean, personally, after playing ODST, where it kind of it puts you back in New Mombasa, where um, which is the city that uh, you're in when the Covenant first attack Earth. Um, you're back there, and it you know you get to see more of what happens after um, the Covenant ship flees and the Master Chief goes with them. Um, I kind of wish in Halo 2 they would have expanded a little bit more on the, the, the Mombasa sections, the, uh, the Earth sections. Cause yeah, I, I did, when they were hyping up the game, I noticed they're like, oh, the Covenant are Earth, yeah. go kill them. And it's like, That's, you're only there for like, what, three missions? Yeah, that was the entire, so, th- okay. So they, when they announced Halo 2, they announced, um, this website, you had to look for it at the bottom of the, sh- of the television. It would say uh, Xbox.com or something like that, but then it would flash uh, I Love Bees, and then flashbacks Xbox. And what I Love Bees was was a alternate reality game um, for Halo 2, um, and it consisted of like this uh, AI from the Covenant ship took over this website and was kind of trying to re- and was trying to rebuild itself. And so the person who was fought, you know, the the players, um, they would have to do stuff to unlock more secrets and the uh, website would update with uh, new stuff, uh, whether it was audio clips, um, you know, stuff like that. Uh, the AI, you know, what's going on with the AI? You'd have to go to like pay phones and like dial a certain number, and you would get like a piece of information. Um, like it was, it was like it's considered one of the best alternate reality games. Um, and then it ended uh, with the Covenant coming to Earth. Like you would, like I think the final one was like these two people were talking over a phone, like it was an audio clip. And then you'd hear a loud noise, which was like them coming into like, you know, the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And then just, you know, you know, ah, you know, and then alien noises. And that was the covenant taking over, you know, that was, that was invading earth. Um, so they, yeah, they really were like, oh, they're coming to earth, you know, fight, you know, fight for earth. And then you're, you're there for like one or like, you know, two missions. I think, I think it's two or three missions. And I think you were on earth more in halo three. Yeah, you were. <laughs> Um, cause you were in the first, yeah, no, in the first mission you were on earth already. Yeah. So yeah, you were on earth for like probably the half of the game maybe, or like, you know, quite a bit of the game. And then you, um, then we'll you save it for the Halo there. three podcast. Yeah. We'll save that later. But 
yeah, they really have. I, I, I was really confused by that. It was like, oh, Halo 2, you know, fight on your own backyard, and then you're there, and then you're gone. You're gone just as quick as you were there. Please fight. Those <clears> missions <throat> are really short, too. Yeah. So. I believe I saw a trailer for Halo 2 as well, mm-hmm. where there were brutes on Earth, which that didn't happen. Yeah, that didn't happen games. either. Um, except for, I mean, obviously in ODST, which is takes place at the same time as Halo 2 does. Um, and the only aliens on Earth still are the brutes. Yeah. No, no elites anywhere. Um, you can find elite bodies, though. Yeah, there's like lore behind that. They're yeah. like, oh, yeah, you, the brutes killed him because of the shift in the covenant. All right. Order, what is it? Execute Order 66 or something like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, story-wise, very good. Graphics. This was a really big improvement from... Yeah, Halo 1 basically had N64 graphics, <laughs> and Halo 2 had borderline early Xbox 360 graphics. Oh, yeah, no, it was great, and... What's nice about that was, you know, it was towards the end of the original Xbox's, like, you know, life. Yeah. The 360 was coming out the next year. So Bungie would have been really, you know, really would have known the type of software they were working with, the hardware they were working with. I think it was only a three-year gap, too, and that's pretty impressive. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, it was really, it was a really big jump. Um, Now, when I was younger, I never really, I didn't really pay attention to it. You know, it was just like, oh, Halo 1, Halo 2. But then when you actually look at it, it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it is. They're, it's disgustingly good. as much. <laughs> and you can tell that, you know, lots of people love this game when the, the remaster for the game is still the best looking Halo to this day. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know about Infinite because it's not out yet. Yeah. But that might that might that might take the crown. When that maybe. One comes out. But I mean, even with Halo 5, I mean, Halo 5 still didn't look anything close to like the remaster did for Halo 2. Yeah. But yeah, before an Xbox game, this looks. This is probably one of the best looking Xbox games. Um, there was, I mean, some people argue like San Andreas was like no way. There, there are some people who were like, oh, it was the best at the time. Like it was San the best Andreas looking. is still like blocky though. Oh yeah, exactly. But I mean, this you know. is like solid and rounded. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to blocky, blocky, you know, just blocky, blocky. Rockstar need to fix themselves, and they did. But I don't know. I don't know why people make that. They're like, oh, San Andreas was. It was the San Andreas. It was the best boys. looking game of the sixth generation. It's like no, <laughs> no. There was a lot of good looking. Yeah, I've seen Super Mario Sunshine. That game looks crazy. It still holds up to today's graphics. Still does. Yeah, exactly. It's just like Halo Two. Um, I mean, I mean, when we play this, obviously we play it on original system on you know an older tv and it's still you know it's still looks you know good yeah if if it got pushed back one year and had to go to the 360 obviously they would have to it'd be in probably higher definition but it still would have looked you know pretty good for 2005 so Mm -hmm. yeah obviously halo 3 when that came out that took it up a notch and it did look you know nicer the faces they finally made the faces look like faces yeah as opposed to one, I don't know what happened in one with the faces. Halo two, they made they made Sergeant Johnson look sick. And then three, they, they actually made Sergeant Johnson look like Sergeant Johnson. Yeah, that's that's the Sergeant Johnson. The Sergeant Johnson. But yeah, I gave the graphics nine out of ten. I as well gave it a nine out of ten. I believe did we did we score Halo one higher on graphics? No. No, absolutely not. Okay. 
I think we gave it like a six. Okay. Yeah, no, that one I remember. That one I do remember. Um, gameplay, you know, standard first person shooter. They didn't really add too much more. Yeah, um, they got rid of the assault rifle, which is a pretty iconic Halo weapon. Right. But well, they added so many more too. They, they get rid of the assault rifle, which, to be honest, is probably like one of the weakest weapons in the Halo you know, universe as of one to probably like, you know, three. Um, I I never really liked the assault rifle. It's just it's too weak. I was always more of a battle rifle. So I do like the switch from the assault rifle to the battle rifle. Um, the Magnum stayed, the shotgun stayed, the sniper stayed. Um, they brought the SMG. Um, just, you know, this is the first. It's this gun they were touting during the trailers. You could do wield. You could finally do wield now. Yeah. And not just the SMGs. It could be an SMG and a pistol or a pistol and a plasma gun, you know. Needlers. Needlers, which, oh man. Dual wielding People needlers. People have been asking for dual wielding energy swords forever. And they tease it all the time. That would be horrible. <laughs> that would break multiplayer so bad. Because <laughs> then, you know, you have like. You know, you have 10 swipes. You, if you, when you kill someone, it's like 10%. Yeah. So then you have 20%. That's like 20 kills right there. If no one kills you before, you know, you use it all up. But people get mad because they tease it. Like Halo Wars, the Arbiter had mm-hmm. two energy swords. I think he did in Halo 5 as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no, I remember saying that too. They added the uh, the carbine, the carbine rifle. The brute shot. Brute shot. Um, they added a lot of Covenant weapons because you got to play as a Covenant. <laughs> right, so you had to have... You know. The fuel rod gun. The fuel rod. You I can finally pick it up. Because the energy sword and fuel rod gun were in Halo 1. Right. You just couldn't pick them up. Right. Well, especially the energy sword in Halo 1, if you killed a an elite with energy sword, the, the energy sword would just kind of... Yeah. It would just kind of deactivate. Like, I don't know how to use that. I don't know how to use that. I don't want to touch that. That's, that's weird. Give me, give me that assault rifle. You know what I mean? The 60 round, you know, assault rifle that they then cut in half. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the battle rifle, though, stayed um, consistent. And the battle rifle is really nice. It's very powerful, um, especially when headshots. It gives you a scope. Um, the first, besides sniper rifle, obviously, but the first, you know, main rifle that actually give you some sort of, you know, magnification. So it was actually really nice. And I can, um, I'm really happy that they obviously kept that. With Halo 3, they brought back every gun. But Halo, that I, the battle rifle was always just, it was my gun. Um, oh yeah, they added a forerunner weapon too, the Sentinel beam. Oh, the Sentinel beam. Did they? The Spartan laser wasn't in too, right? No, I think no. that was in three. Now, did they? They did add some new drivable stuff, I believe. Yeah, they only added one human one, which was the Warthog Goss. Yeah, the Goss cannon. But they added a lot of Covenant. They got. They already had the Ghost and Banshee from yes. Halo One, right? You can. And the the race were in Halo One, but you couldn't drive them. But you can in Halo Two. They added the Spectre, which was like this little pink vehicle. Oh. It was basically the Covenant Warthog. Yeah. You, you, you use that in like a later Covenant mission, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So They also be- had like Heretic Banshees, which were golden. That was pretty cool. That one was pretty cool. The he- You know, as as much as like the Heretics in, of Halo 2, like those aliens, like as bad as they were, their armor looked cooler. Yeah, it Their did. Banshees looked cooler. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like... Oh, well. Pimp my Banshee. Pimp my Banshee, you know. Season two. <laughs> so yeah, gameplay, I'm going to say, but they didn't really change how the game works. You know, it's still your standard shooter. Um, they did give you a lot more to utilize um, when yeah, you're I, fighting. I, I gave it an 8 out of 10. Which, I I mean, it seems a little low for one of the most iconic multiplayer games of the right. generation. I also gave it an 8. I would have scored it higher if some of the actual 
you know, the shooter elements, or if they would have added, you know, something new. You're, st- I mean, it's still just a turn shoot, you know, aim. It's still all the same stuff from Halo. Just there's more stuff you can use, yeah. but the way you do it is the exact same. So I would have probably scored a higher if it, that had changed. Oh, one thing they got rid of that has glad fall damage. Fall damage is completely gone. They changed. They did change the health system. In Halo One, you had you had a, a bars of health that would drop, and then you had your shield. And yes. this one, it's all just one shield, um, just one shield bar, and it regenerates much faster. So, I do like that. I do prefer that to the you know trying to find health kits. Yeah, that to was get kind full of health. So you I mean you could be on one bar of health, but still have full shield, but you're still going to be one hit away. So if they just smack you, you know you're you're dead. Um, yeah. So but but Halo Two it gives you. It, it was they needed the change, and the change was good. I did appreciate the change. You no, know, Halo One, you're going up against these big old aliens, right? Mm. And Halo Two, Cube gets new armor. You know, you feel a little more secure in what you're doing. Right. You get to play as one of the aliens, right? Yeah. So you aren't as afraid of them anymore. Yeah. You're like these guys are nothing. So that's when I started meleeing. <laughs> yeah, just me. Because beating up aliens. You know what's? You no, know, something I noticed with the elites in. Halo 1 and Halo 2, they they look kind of scrawny. But mm-hmm. then in the both the remastered versions of 1 and 2, they made them like much bigger. Buffer. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, And it, it wasn't a bad thing. It just caught me off guard like the first time I played Halo 2 Remastered and I clicked the button to switch from classic to anniversary and I was just like, oh. When <laughs> they, did they add buff elites? Was it? I think it might have been Halo 4. Yeah, that, that was the first one where it was... You know, it was just them, but it was the Halo 1 remaster that had the the remaster graphics were, they were buff. Same thing with the Halo 2 remastered. And then 4, they just kept it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no gameplay. So, overall. Hijacking vehicles. Hijacking vehicles. That oh was amazing. God. That's how you get to kill the Prophet. You'd hop on the side of his chair and just punch him. You start him. punching him, you know, just. So, when you hijack vehicles, you can either. Take control of it, kicking the driver out, or just you can destroy beat it. it up with your fist, or you can plant a grenade. Right. I really like the grenade stuff because you I do hop like off. Especially when you hop on a wraith, you have to like punch the wraith kind of open, and then you just throw a, you know whatever grenade you have. You throw it in there, you hop off. You know, there you go. Have um, you ever done it where you just punch the wraith and it kills the driver, so you hop off and take the wraith? I have done that. Yeah. Um. I I do like taking the ghost. I um, I always try and like trick shot with the ghosts. So like, um, I'll get onto like a bridge and I'll jump off as a ghost is gonna come underneath me and then just start mashing X as much as I can to <laughs> to latch on, kick the uh, the driver off, and then turn around and then just speed into him. Yeah, you know, Master Chief style. So, yeah, Savior of Humanity. Savior of Humanity. The hero we needed, but didn't get because this is, this is a video game. <sighs> <laughs> Maybe one day we can get Power Ranger armor and fight some aliens. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Not likely. But well, I will say we talked about Master Chief's armor in the first one being kind of crappy looking. Yeah, it doesn't look like that. It looks kind of... And this one, this is... When you think Master Chief, you probably think of this armor. Right. Because it looks so good. Even though it does look like if Buzz Lightyear and Darth Vader had a baby. <laughs> it It's iconic and it it just works. Yeah, it's I'm stuck. quoting Todd Howard. It just works. It just works. Great man, right? Love Todd Howard. I do love Todd Howard. 
Not as much as Masahiro Sakurai, but that's not the point. <laughs> that's not the point. So, yeah, no, I do appreciate the armor change. And they kept that in three. In four, it was still the same armor, but it looked different. And it's, I, at first, I didn't like the Halo 4 armor, but over time, I've come to like it because it kind of shows, like, Master Chief's power. Mm-hmm. He's, like, big and buff, you know. And Halo 5, was it still the same? It was. They, why did they make him look, like, so much bigger? Like, look like, they just made him look too heavy at that point. Like, you're just really heavy. Halo 2, this, like, that's gets, that's great. Like, that's perfect. That's, that's probably why they're going back to it for a yeah. Maybe. Is it, is it Halo 2 or is it Halo 1 style armor? It looked like Halo 2. Oh, okay. 3. Yeah. 2, 3. I mean, especially the helmet. The helmet, I've been, like, I've gone paintballing, and the helmets that they give you are styled after Master Chief, you know, helmets. Yeah. Even the visors, like... They're not gold, but they 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 had the same like markings. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's you can see how iconic that thing is. That good old Mjolnir armor. Yeah, Mjolnir. Yeah, how do you pronounce that? It's like it's weirdly spelled. It's, it's like M J. Yeah, Nor Mjolnir. I just call it. I just call it Mark Six or Mark Five or whatever it is. Yeah. Four. So music. Oh man, I have good things to say about this, and I have bad things to say about this. Really, I do. Good things is they brought on a lot of good artists. Breaking Benjamin. Oh, you're talking about the soundtrack. Yeah, the music. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Breaking Benjamin, Hoobastank, and Incubus. Breaking Benjamin, obviously they have the most well-known song of Halo 2, Blow Me Blow Away. Blow Me Away. Yeah. Hoobastank, uh, their song wasn't actually in the game, but it is on the soundtrack, and it's called Connected. Um, I really enjoy it. Um, it's a good song. And I, those are the things I really do enjoy about the actual soundtrack. Um, the probably my my least favorite part about soundtrack is Incubus's um, contribution, and I'm a big fan of Incubus. But they have they have like five songs on there. It's like first move of the Odyssey, second move of the Odyssey, third move, fourth, fifth. They're all the same song. Like they don't really change. And. They and they wrote that every each band they wrote their own piece for, um, for the soundtrack. So mm. the fact that they just came up with five of the exact same song and they got in and they took over a majority of the first volume of the soundtrack, they're just like, I don't want to like listen to you know good song and then it's the same thing, and then nice song and then it's just the exact same thing. It's just knowing knowing them, it was a really poor contribution to what was. A really good soundtrack, which had a lot of big names, but you know their name. I, I just can't do them. Five of the same song in the, in one in one CD. Yeah, it. I don't like it. But the actual music that plays, you know, just the sounds of the music that just plays while the game goes on. That's I. I really like like those tunes. Yeah, a lot of those classic Halo songs came from this game too. Right. When you're fighting, you know, you have an upbeat kind of, you know, war kind of song. to kind of those get you, ambient noises. Yeah, you get the ambient noises when you're, you know, you're by yourself and you're kind of, you know, just walking to your next battle. Um, so it really puts you into the, you know, into the mood. For Not what to mention doing. the redone Halo theme with the guitar. Oh, my God. Or the one with... That's the one everyone... Knows. I mean, everyone knows the... Oh, they added the female part to the theme song, too. All right, everyone knows the classic, you know, the vocal you know oh you know the one that 80 people do in a bathroom yeah <laughs> the reverb um 
but this one with the guitar it it was such it was a change that was you know that made halo 2 be you know what was the main told you exactly what kind of game this was gonna be yeah like you knew what you were getting into was worth the 60 dollars that your dad paid on christmas for you to get this game like you knew it's like dad you did good (laughs) (laughs) or if you're older and you bought it now you know and you went to your local retro store to find this game sitting on a shelf you know that's a good purchase right there yeah um there was yeah but so besides besides just some of the music that came from the the big names it was it was really great soundtrack um all the music it really fits i love it what'd you give it um i get i I did give it a 10 even with even with the incubus even with the incubus but their songs i mean when you actually hear them in the game you only hear them like once or twice yeah um and it's during cutscenes when you're talking to like the prophets yeah they actually put songs from the soundtrack into the game i don't know if they've done that in any other halo not i don't know i to be honest the only i mean obviously the best case is breaking benjamin's blow me away that yeah. plays during a section. It was it, so iconic in that level that they brought it back for the remaster. But they took it out of the act. It, so it's kind of weird how that works. Because they didn't have the rights for it for anniversary anymore. Right. But if you switch it back to the old graphics, it'll still play. Yeah, so if you're playing on the new graphics, it's just going to play. It might not even play music. Or if it does, it like it just kind of... Yeah, they got like some new ambient thing. Yeah, you have to fight. But if you switch back, it goes to Breaking Benjamin's part. But, so that was that was kind of disappointing, but uh, if you're just playing Halo 2 and you get to that section, it's such an amazing moment because you yeah. have to fight like two hunters, a bunch of... Yeah, it was basically know. an arena. Right, and that's actually... And the one, song fit perfectly with that. And it's a... And that that section actually takes a while, so the whole time you're you're, you're fighting, you're listening to Yeah, fighting probably, the Flood, Covenant, whatever mm-hmm. else wants to come at you. Yeah. Aboard the Covenant's Holy City. I really wish Who Was Sang song was... The summer in the game. I really like their song. It's called Connected. Yeah. You can find it. It is pretty good. Yeah, YouTube, you know, Amazon, Spotify, the Halo 2 soundtrack, it's there. Um, it's really good. Um, and but they didn't incorporate it into anywhere in the game. And that was that was disappointing. But break obviously Breaking Benjamin, they they made it through. Yeah. And Incubus Day, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Whatever they were doing. Well, I gave it a 10 as well because not only did I like the regular songs, you know, the orchestrated, Mm -hmm. mysterious alien noises that they put in the game. That's so iconic now. Right. But also the songs that the bands played were really good too. And I don't really know much about Incubus, honestly, but. Yeah. Um, Well, they all kind of, what's funny about all three of those bands, they, they all came from like that alternative metal, like new metal scene. Yeah. Which is blowing up at the time that Halo 2 was made. And so, you know, and they had incorporated you know, the metal riffs, but um, especially Incubus, they were doing like an orchestral thing in their music. Um, Breaking Benjamin, obviously, they um, they did some stuff too. I don't know about who was think. So it kind of just made sense for, you know, if they were going to have musicians come on and, you know, bands come on and do tracks, let's get who's, you know, popular. Um, obviously, Breaking Benjamin... Hoobastank, they had blown up. Incubus had been around for a while, so it just kind of made sense to get what was popular. Um, and for the most part, they they made really good songs. Yeah. For the anniversary, it would have been really cool if they, like, redid the song and put it in. I know. I don't know. Like, even just the Valora that. one. Right. The one that they, 
like it would have fit Halo Two as well because you know they added the female part into the theme song. Right. I don't know. I do like you know I do like that that version of lore. I do. I think I do. I like. I think I like the original version. I do like better. the original one yeah. better, but it does sound um, <clears throat> pretty it do, cool. It does. Yeah, it sounds very nice. It is a very nice sounding song. <clears throat> um, overall, this is a really this is an amazing game. I can honestly say, with all the Halo games that have come out since two thousand one to now, this is my all time favorite Halo game. I've put count. You know, I've played the campaign over and over. There's been many nights. Right, just I, I've stayed up and I've just played this game back when the original Xbox had Xbox Live, and then even when it, you know, when it got canceled and the Master Chief Collection came out, um, and they brought back Halo Two Classic mode, you play the original graphics. I, you know, I, I played that more than any other game mode they had on the Master Chief Collection. Um, so, I mean, I can this game will always, it'll always be right here. Um, Back when the Reds and Blues left Blood Gulch. Yeah, they left Blood Gulch. <laughs> they did actually, Red vs. Blue actually did come back to do, um, you know, continue their show when uh, Halo 2 came out. And something cool that Bungie <clears throat> actually did for Rooster Teeth at the time, you know, the Red vs. Blue team. Um, if you guys have ever seen Red vs. Blue, um, they always have their guns down. And in Halo 1, the way you have to do that is you have to look all the way down. So it makes your character's head at the very last second look up. So it looks like, you know, they're looking straight and their gun is down. But they're looking down. So recording that was harder because now you can't look where you're going and you kind of yeah. have to guess. So what they did for them in this game was if you press <clears> down on your D-pad at any moment, uh, campaign or multiplayer, it um, to everyone around you, it makes it look like your gun is like lowered. Is lowered. Um, on your screen, your gun's still raised, and if you shoot, you know... It pulls it back It'll up. pull it back up, and, you know, the bullet will still go straight. But because, especially because machinimas um, and just stuff like that were blowing up around that time, you know, especially Red versus Blue, um, they decided to incorporate that to make it easier, so they, you know, so it could be made quicker, because, you know, if, you're, if, you're, if you can't see where you're going, you, that's going to take much longer time. I actually read that what they had to do was they had to have a guy, um, the, the camera guy whose screen actually was recorded to get the shot, he would have to direct them to tell him which way to go. Like, <laughs> oh, turn around, go this way. Which, you know, if you're the person playing it, you don't know which way is behind you, you know, so it's just kind of, it's a mess. But with Halo 2, with the actual feature they added where you just lower your weapon, um, it would definitely make it much easier to record. And they did something like that for Halo 3 as well. Yeah. Or you can lower your weapon. I think Reach you had to like put in a button combo. Yeah, they made it. They, uh, they gave it a button combo as opposed to down. You know, to D pad down. Mm -hmm. I think by the time they got to like you know Reach, they started using the D pad more. Um, for stuff. Yeah, because they had the forge mode, and mm -hmm. so you, you know you can't really you can't have that. But it was really cool that they actually like Bungie went out of their way to help. You know, this at the time they were way smaller than they are now yeah you know the halo franchise has always been really supportive of fan stuff like red versus blue and obviously machinima.com yeah every corner of the internet in 2004 was probably halo related mm -hmm. yeah i mean a lot of the youtubers i watch um and it's not everyone but the ones i watch they all came from this machinima section where all where you know all their videos were like halo 2 or like halo 3 machinimas and if it wasn't for you know Bungie, you know, oh yeah, you know, go for it, you know, and then, you know, yeah. nothing, you know, it would have been nothing. Machinima would have been nothing without Halo. And not only did, you know, Bungie 
really contribute. 343 even put them in their game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Halo 4 Easter eggs with the red versus blue guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the end of the newer red versus blue episodes, they got the Microsoft logo. Yeah. So I don't know if that means, like, they're supported, because I know they didn't buy Rooster Teeth. Right, yeah. We didn't even talk about Griff Ball. They actually implemented a red versus blue game mode yeah. because of the show. <laughs> and <Bungie. clears throat> That is actually amazing. actually likes fan stuff so much that they started incorporating iconic game modes today you know like they're iconic today but back then they were just stuff fans did right creating their own custom games like infection i believe that started in halo too yeah and so did griff ball mm-hmm. griff ball that is even if you don't know red versus blue is griff ball is just a really fun game to play i didn't know what griff ball was before i knew oh, yeah, what yeah, red I, versus blue was yeah um with griff ball so there's a character named Griff, and they're like shooting at him. And one of the characters is like, "This is more fun than Griff Ball," you know. And what Griff Ball is is when you pick up this is like it's like kind of it's like an oddball variant. It's a bomb. Yeah, when you pick up a bomb, you turn orange, which is the armor color of Griff from the show, <laughs> and you have to kill him, which is a big running joke within Red vs. Blue. You, you want to kill Griff. He's basically Kenny. Right, and every single character, <laughs> every single character is given an energy sword and a gravity hammer. Um, obviously not in Halo 2. In Halo 2, it was just the energy sword. Yeah. Um, and you have to try, and there's, so there's two teams. You have to try and kill the person who has the bomb, and the teammates have to kind of lead the bomb carrier to the other side to get into a little ring that will detonate the bomb. And, and that, that's how you get a point. And that's how you get a point. Um, and they've carried that from two is in three. Um, I remember the day they added it in Halo 5, everyone went nuts. Yeah. Because um, there was so much more you could do with it in five. Because right. of all the stuff they added. They had it, um, Grip Ball had its own playlist on Mass Chief Flexion for a while. I think it's still there at uh, post-Insider update. I believe they brought it back. So if you want to play just Grip Ball, you don't have to hope you get it when you're playing Team Action Sack, which was originally how you had to play it. You had to just hope that the game just gave you that. But now you have its own dedicated playlist. Yeah, Grip Ball is one of my favorite modes, but Infection, Infection's that is too. top for me. I didn't even know. I've what, spent so many hours in that in Halo Reach. I didn't know Infection even started in Halo. I first played Infection on uh, Call of Duty. It was a Call of Duty mod for COD 4, and then they actually made it a thing in Mod for 3. And then it was on Halo, and I was like, oh, this is cool. They have Infection. And people are like, oh, this. And Infection started on Halo. I was like, really? Um, so, yeah, a lot of great uh, game modes have come out of that. Uh, Shoddy Snipers. That was a, that was always a fun one to play as a kid. Um. That, that was what was cool. It was like the Halo 2 and Halo 3. Just the Halo. Especially Halo 2. Um, you know, people could make you know, your own game modes and then they would have a playlist where it just... And that's something they greatly expanded on the mm-hmm. upcoming games. Cause... Right. And, you know, some, some of them are kind of weird. Uh, especially like Shoddy. It's, uh, it's like Shoddy, the Sniper Shoddy or something like that. And you either, you're in a really small map and or you're in a really big map and you have snipers and shotguns. That's all you get. Oh, wait, we almost didn't even mention the Scarab gun. Oh. Can you wield that, or is that just as the Scarab? Okay. So, for those of you who don't know, in Halo 2, there's this big vehicle called the Scarab, and it fires this really powerful laser. I think it's, like, the most powerful in actual gameplay. Yeah, if it shoots you, you're dead. You, you can't avoid that. Even if it shoots near you, the spl- it has splash damage, and you will die. However, Bungie wanted you to wield that power. So they put a little Easter egg in, forgot what mission it was, but if you fly Banshee into the right place, you'll find a plasma rifle, right? 
but when you fire it, it shoots the scarab laser. Are you serious? This that's I in the actual game. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, um, I think we need to. I think we need to. I need to find that. Yeah. We will need to find that when we go back. That's actually that yeah. sounds amazing. They put little. But you know how easy it probably is to, everywhere. To, you know how easy it is to probably kill yourself with that thing. Yeah. Oh. If you fire it, it's bad. So. So yeah, overall, really great game. Obviously, it has um, this game influenced a lot of what was going to come out. Pretty sure most shooters would not be around today if this was not a success. Right. Um, I gave it a nine out of ten overall. As, as did I, which um, ends up we gave this game a eighty-eight out of one hundred. Forty-four each. Right. Which I will say, this game did score a tad bit lower than Halo One, even though. For both of us, I believe, we do like Halo 2 more mm-hmm. than Halo 1. Yeah. But that's just that's just the way it is. And we can't change it. Yeah, I can't explain it. Yeah, I don't want to explain it. I can't even think my, my thought process behind this. So, that's really about it. Um, coming up next, got Cuphead. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sure that's going to be fun. I'm sure it was fun for, for Danny and uh, his bud playing it. <laughs> um, and after that, we will f- we'll finish Kingdom Hearts we'll finish three. Kingdom Hearts three. Uh, we'll we swear. Ha- yeah, we we promise. You know, we'll get we'll get everything. I'll set put up. it on easy mode. <laughs> there is no easy mode. Literally, I think, I'm pretty sure it's just standard and then like hard. How do you think I caught up to you so fast? Caught up to me? Yeah. You on the Pirates world? Almost. I mean, what? There's no. Oh. Whoops. Uh. uh, uh You'll find out next weapon. month. <laughs> I need a weapon. I need a weapon. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, definitely go check out uh, the other podcasts we, uh, we talked the about. The Gaming Podcast Alliance. Gaming Podcast Alliance. Definitely go check them out. Uh, go to our YouTube channel. Subscribe. And uh, actually, check out our Instagram as well if you haven't that's already. That's doing really well. Doing really well, actually. Um, thank you guys so much. Um, and that's really all we got. So, thank you guys for watching. And we'll see you next one.